Hey folks, if you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the ACAST supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Do you find the time when you can't find pause or confirmation once your face is gonna open some doors? You do what you gotta do and stumble through. Hello folks and welcome to Stumble Through, the podcast for young Australian adults figuring shit out. I am your host, Paula Arujo. I am a marketer, theatre creator and a writer. And this week we are talking about uni versus reality with Aidan Rowlingson. Hello, friend. Hi. He's still <laughs> laughing at me because I stuffed up the introduction to my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't stumble through your own po- podcast, then why call it Stumble Through Podcast? Wait, That's is true. that what it's called? Yeah, Stumble Through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's like the, the dramatic um, time as well because you know when you do a stumble through in a show. No. Yeah, so like so um, stumble through is also a dramatic term and it's the term used when you – like the first time that a cast performs a show oh. from start to finish without interruption. Oh, mm. I love that. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Oh, Believe no. it or not, I have a three-year degree in <laughs> acting and performance with a focus in theatre. So, <laughs> yeah, that is shame, that is. Oh. <laughs> um, it is so nice to have you here. Could you introduce your lovely self for the listeners? Uh, my name is Aidan Rollingson. I'm a proud queer bachelor man from Gari or Fraser Island. Um, I'm an actor, director, um, emerging producer, um, entrepreneur, <laughs> unicorn, um, superhero. Cool. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if you can't talk yourself up, then yeah, yeah who's going to do it for you? No one, which is a skill I'm having to learn very quickly, um, let me tell you. Yeah, nobody likes doing it, but you've got to do it. You have to. It's yeah. why like job applications are so icky because it's so, it's so weird to have to go, yes, I am absolutely amazing and I'm 1000% the best candidate for this yeah for this job yeah yeah Yeah. I love the I love the question like oh um why should we hire you (laughs) and it's like because I'm poor (laughs) I need the money (laughs) why do you want to work with us well look I take anyone at the moment yeah yeah. I I just want money it's this or the streets (laughs) (laughs) you're not special Henny you're hired (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Have you stumbled through anything this week? Uh, gosh, so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, just um, I'm finding more and more with producing that there's no such thing as the perfect project. Mm. Something will go wrong. Mm-hmm. It will be your fault. Oh no! And you have to fix it. Oh no! No one. There's you can't rely on anyone. Um, just yeah. I think 
over the last week, maybe just every single day, I've wanted to cry in my Uber. Just someone will call me up at like 8 a.m. and be like, oh, my God, the the order that you sent through is going to cost an extra this amount of money uh, for shipping. And you're like, okay, um, that Mm. doubles our budget. Like, That's great. (laughs) And you're just like, it's fun. I'll find the money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) Yeah. That that says – Arts funding, where paying for shipping doubles your budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Or, um, you know, even just like the the sheer amount of material, like, you know, you um think you're doing a, this size artwork mm. and then it doubles or triples oh and you're just like, okay, this is awesome, mm-hmm. like great opportunity, but where do we, we get the money? <laughs> it's like I really would like to do something three times as big as we initially planned yeah. on, but how am I going to paint it? Yeah, yeah. Where, where or, will it come from? Yeah, or even um, I don't know. How do you how do you theaterize that? Like, oh, we were going to do it in the Vizzy at the Powerhouse, and now we're doing main stage Q Pack. Oh yeah. Like, oh cool. So oh, cool. we redo the entire show. Yeah, yeah. The entire, or, or, all the blocking, okay, um, everything. I don't have that many family and friends. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't fill that audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My marketing budget is like $5 and a can of Coke. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and the can of Coke is for you when you, like, place the ad on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's your reward. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yay! <laughs> yeah. What about you, Paula? How have you stumbled through this week? Um, what have I stumbled through? Um, last week, I have to get my diary out. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I know I did have a stumble through last week, and I was like, "Oh, this is a oh okay no." I remember now. Um, I had a stumbling block where I was like, "Oh, Paula, hey, just because you write something on your to do list doesn't actually mean it'll get done." Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to be reasonable. Yeah. And you have to actually look at like the time available to you and um i am quite unreasonable as it turns out so oh yeah <laughs> it's been like figuring out of oh okay so what can i reasonably get done not just like what do i have to do but when can i reasonably expect to have this done by and what do i have to put on hold in order to do that it's yeah uh, yeah yeah see my um my to-do list isn't so much like like your your like schedule looks amazing. It's all like time based and stuff like that. Oh, like I, I like in the back of my head no due dates, mm. but it's like if it's not at the top of the list, it's mm. not getting done until all of that's getting done, kind of thing. That's kind of like a good thing to do as well because like the number one priority has to be the number one priority, and well, you yeah, can't move yeah. on to number two until you've done number one. Yeah, until my something p- comes along and yeah. it's just the list goes. Yeah, and you're like, oh, what <laughs> goodbye, <was that>? bye bye. <laughs> yeah. I had a semblance of a plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so. Uni versus reality. Um, mm, a big one. <laughs> oh, God. The big it's, one at this age, I mm, feel. Definitely. Like, because it, it, education, like educational institutions take up the majority of your life up until the point that you graduate uni. Unless, yes. like, yes. You, like, you don't go straight from high school to uni. It's yeah. just, it's yeah. constant. Um, I say that to um, people all the time is that, you know, from the moment you're put in school, like uh, the majority of us spend more time at school than we do at home with our families. Yeah. Like awake hours, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like being actually mm. engaged kind yeah. of thing. 
it, it, it becomes your whole life. And like you said, to do that without a gap year, um, like, yes, it keep, keeps your momentum going, but, mm. you know, like you will get fatigued very quickly. You know, mm. you've been doing this for, gosh, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, 15, yeah. 16 years roughly mm. for a four-year degree. Yeah. Um, and like during that time, you're constantly in like some sort of, sort of educational institution with its own structures, with its own, what's that thing, a pro- progression fields or the thing where like you do step A, which gets you to step B. So mm. like you do first year, then you do second year. If you yeah. don't like, if you fail a few subjects, so what? You'll just like do them again, but like you have to do A, B, C and D to progress. Yes. And yeah. that's comforting because. Oh, is it? Well, for me anyway, because like you know what is coming next in a way. I get, yeah, so, that's true. Like, like, like a bit of preparedness. Yeah, you can sort of like see, okay, well, I'm doing this now, but mm. it's not forever. Or like, I'm doing this now and this is the next thing. But when you graduate, sometimes you don't have that. And it's just like, oh, we're going to sail off the edge of the world now. Fun. <laughs> yes, yes. I guess, you know, and, and I think um, at least in my degree, they try and get you to do like the what's your two-year plan, what's your plan after graduating, mm. what's your five-year plan, yeah. what's your ten-year plan kind of mm. thing. And it's like at the moment you're like, I can't see that far ahead. Yeah. Like I'm barely getting through this week. <laughs> exactly. And I'm honestly, I don't know how useful that is to someone who is in a creative field. And when it comes to university, um, I definitely think there's a lot that they can't prepare you for yeah. or even that, that just – can't be graded on mm. like the whole set your um five-year plan thing yeah. I never I like I've always been pretty like I just want to go and kind of I'm very flexible mm. with my career in the sense that like I know that I want to go you know go, mm. climb the ladder go mm. up that kind of thing I'm a Capricorn what can I say and I guess my goal is um open in the sense like I just I, I mm. like to feel that progression yeah over periods of time kind Absolutely. of thing I think that that's like a really assuring thing. And certainly like if you didn't feel progression, like if you've been slogging your guts out on something for however much time, like, okay, well, let's say like a reasonable amount of time. So like a year or so and you weren't seeing progression, like yeah, I would yeah. absolutely go into a tailspin. I'd be like, what am yeah, I doing? Yeah. Well, I, I guess it depends. Um, um, and I think one of the things that I'll probably speak about a lot during mm-hmm. this chat um, is like you got to know – what progresses you. So mm. if sitting in the same job for a year uh, to get a financial kind yeah. of stability mm. to get uh, for a creative mm. kind of um, endeavour or like a project that comes up. Yeah, yeah, mm. or to, for creative mm. needs yeah. or to literally mm. feel a bit grounded yeah. um, or just to know what you're doing. Mm. If that's what you need to, you know, that don't mm. see that as not progressing. I just want to pause you there just for a second because I love that you've said know what progresses you forward as opposed to know where you're going. Like I I love how you've expressed that it's not so much where you're going. You just have to know what moves you forward and how you grow and what you need to. That has blown my mind. And only really you know what you need. Like you can talk to other people and get advice and Mm. stuff like that. But, I mean, you've got to make sure you're happy at the end of the day. Mm. Um, And if... Like you feel like you're underprepared, then maybe staying in the same place to continue learning mm. and like getting a grasp on yeah. something is what you need. Mm. Or um, 
you know, maybe you've got the grasp and you're a quick learner and you want to like progress to the next yeah. stage to learn more, you know, you, you know, they say you should keep learning. Mm. Um, and I, for me, that's how I progress is like, yeah. I want to keep learning and like, I'm always constantly learning. Um, and like putting yourself out there is the only way you're going to do that. Yeah. So, um, a bit of story time while I was in university, I, so it was a three year degree and basically my dream was just to study acting, mm-hmm. like all through primary school, high school, it was to study acting, not really to do anything afterwards. Mm. Um, you know, like you, you can like do, okay, this is the goal for now. And then once I get there, we'll, we'll see what comes next. So, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, first year kind of goes and I'm like, yes, this is awesome. This is like what I wanted. Yes. It's stressful. Like, oh, yeah. but you know, <laughs> like it was a great time as well. Um, and then second year, I started getting restless. How so? I very, um, I was very focused in my studies and stuff like that, but I could kind of start to feel that I was, it was almost like my course was going over the same stuff again, but mm. at a next level kind of thing. Okay. And um, it sounds a bit um, up myself, but mm. like I felt I was at like, yes, we were learning the same mm. stuff, at a different level. I felt I was mm. already at that level mm. in the previous yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, like I'm not really doing mm-hmm. anything extra because yeah. this is how hard I was working in the first year mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I started getting a bit restless, mm-hmm. um, but then I was still very like um, into it and very mm-hmm. like full on with it. And then I got to third year mm-hmm. and I got very restless, mm-hmm. very bored. Mm-hmm. Um, That's never good. Yeah, Boredom yeah. or like boredom is an amazing sign. Like it's never good to be bored, but sometimes like that is such a good signal yeah. of where you are and like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. Um, and, you know, all all my peers, all, all, all the, my friends in uni, you know, like they're still very like um, uh, stressed mm-hmm. as you are, but like still very into the course and mm-hmm. dedicated to the course. Whereas, <clears throat> pardon me, I was like, uh, this is like mm. – can feel myself just getting more and more. I felt myself getting more and more frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay, focusing on uni, just focusing on uni isn't what I need right now. Yeah. This isn't progressing my career. Mm-hmm. And I remember back when, um, you know, when you were in high school and you'd go to visit unis yeah. on like the open days oh, yeah. and they'd like try and get you like prepared for uni. And so uh, oh, I remember one of the the students there, he was mm-hmm. like, oh, he was like, oh, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I really want to study acting. And he's like, oh yeah, like um, I have a friend that does that. And I remember him saying to me that like your career doesn't start after you graduate uni. Your career starts the moment you decide that's the path you want to go on. Oh man. And so I had that in my head all throughout uni. Mm. And I'm like, this isn't studying mm. year one, year two. That was progressing my yeah. career because I was learning a heap. Mm. I was loving it. Third year, I felt like I wasn't mm. progressing. Mm. And so I went and, like, I um, joined up with a company I now work for, mm. Digi Youth Arts, mm. because, you know, they were doing a theatre show for Anywhere Theatre Festival. The rehearsals were on the weekend. The performances yeah. um, literally lined up perfectly so it didn't interrupt my uni at all. And Sign. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and it was like developing a play as well. So Heck yeah. Yeah, it was it was a great opportunity for me. Um and 
at that so at that time I was like um, rehearsing my uni play, rehearsing that play, mm-hmm. and I was getting that creative fulfillment. I was actually like starting out and like meeting people and um, you know like feeling like I was mm. progressing. Oh, I see. So like I'm gonna add on something as well. Well, I suppose it was beautiful in the way that it came to you, and then oh, okay, there's this opportunity for you to like learn more and to like not just do the same stuff um, again and refine, but to actually learn a whole new set of skills, yeah. and, like in a whole new context. So that's so cool that like you were able yeah. to just go, oh, this thing here, I need new stuff so it can feed into the old stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like I've never, I, I'd never really struggled with my studies mm. at uni. Um, like, yeah, it was stressful, mm. but like I could yeah. basically knock it out an assignment Um and get a pr- decent mm. grade. So, like, that's not something that mm. I had to worry about. Yeah. So I was getting restless mm. and I was like, this is this is something I can do to progress myself. Yeah. And then, you know, when I graduated, mm. I, like, had connections with people, um, not that you should ever compare yourself with, mm. you know, your peers, but, like, when I graduated, I graduated, like, with regular work. Mm. Um, so like my first year straight out of the uni, like I didn't get a retail job for like the first six months. That's amazing. Yeah. It, that that it, is wow. It was awesome. Mm. Um, it, it was so good. I had a bit of savings to get yeah. me through, mm-hmm. which highly recommend. Yes. Saving like, is important. Do you really need to go out drunk every single weekend? Drinking is an like, expensive activity. Like it, oh, let's Doing let's anything not is an expensive activity when you're a student. <laughs> oh, it's true. But like the, the cost of alcohol and then it's not just the cost of alcohol. It's the cost of the Ubers oh. on top of the alcohol plus yeah. like whatever you have to like eat around that to make sure that yeah. you don't get alcohol poisoning. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you know, are you going to crash at a friend's place? And if so, how are you going to get back to your place or go anywhere in the morning? Like it's it's a whole thing. It's a mini holiday and one that you it might is. not even remember. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like definitely treat yourself. Oh, yes. But earn like, that Uber. Yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it's knowing to earn it. Mm. Um yeah, um, definitely. So, yeah, mm. definitely save because yeah. you'll be surprised, especially in the arts, mm. that that money will just – it'll just be there just and it'll just be a little bit of a security blanket and, you know, you can always top that savings back up yeah. after you've used it. And, yeah, you'll be surprised how far it'll get you. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so just had, like, a bunch of gigs for the first six months um, and I was like, awesome, yeah, great. And then June, July hit. And the arts just died. That's one thing uni didn't prepare me for Mm. is like they say that you will have long times without work. Yeah, there'll be droughts, like long droughts. But um, I don't think it prepared me for uh, like looking at the industry at how it is in the sense like Come um, financial year, mm. all the projects are getting finished up. So yeah. that's um, like June mm-hmm. um, and then July, new financial years around. Mm. So projects are getting started up. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just that year, like just the work just disappeared mm. and I didn't know how to cope. I had always been like, go, 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 get yeah. this done, get this done. Having that uni there is like a, a place to literally hand yeah. me work. Literally give me something to do. Yeah, yeah it and is. And it's like 
the thing that I loved about uni was that it's kind of, as I mentioned before, like it's very straightforward um, structure. You do this to get this. And it's pretty good in terms of like being a meritocracy in some ways because like you know how to get that higher grade and you know how to progress yourself. It's quite straightforward. Whereas the reality of life and work is just not the same. Like you can't, there isn't a rubric yeah, and exactly. Yeah, you, you just don't exactly. know. You just have to throw shit at the wall until it sticks. And, I, I th- and yeah. like I said, you have to know how to progress but be flexible to mm. not know where you're going. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Put getting, that on a T-shirt. Oh, my gosh. it's it, You have to learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable or at least get used to it yeah. in that way because there are going to be times when you know what is before you and you know what you've got to do. And then there's going to be times where you have no idea. Yeah. And I think that that applies yeah. to like most things in life, like the, whether it be personal or professional in an art sphere or not, I think that there are just going to be times when you have no idea and the best thing that you can do with yourself is sit with that discomfort and kind of like piece it apart and go, okay, but why am I feeling this? What yeah. about it? Like yeah. what is this actually about and how can I address it yeah. and progress? And, and, you know, you don't have to be alone. No, um, you can sit there with someone else. Yeah. It's great. Exa- uh, there's generally someone going through the exact same thing as you are. Uh, and while at the mm. same time, you know, you could have two friends in uni mm. and then one of your friends is sitting there with you going, oh, my God, there's no work, mm. like oh, self-pity, yeah. self-pity, yeah. while the other friend is like bloop, 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 mm. just going up in their career yeah. and you're both sitting there just like, what the heck, what am uh, I doing wrong? Yeah. And that's like, you know, don't compare yourself kind mm. of thing. Um, but you also got to like have not, ne- there are going to be times when like, all you want to do is kind of have a self pity party and by all means for an hour for that for yourself. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, absolutely. I, I think that's another thing it didn't prepare me for is to grieve. Yeah. Grieve oh. when you like finish a show mm. and you don't have the regular work anymore. Like yeah. it's going to take you some time to adjust to having a lot of time on your hands. Yeah. And, show blues and, plus all that time. Yeah, and if, if that's something that you value in your life that is progressing and mm. um, goals, you know, doing a show, mm. you know, joining this acting mm. class, once those things are gone, then you it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. Yeah. It's like le- losing a loved one or yeah. breaking up with a, a, a lover. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it is, and it's also like all these things that you used to do, which are now a habit, which you don't do anymore. And like, yep. you don't have access to in many ways. Yeah. And like find that support network because uh, I mean, you know, think about where you were in high school, mm-hmm. the friends you had, yeah, uh, the friends you had, mm-hmm. where are they now? Yeah. Girl, same thing happens when you're in uni. Like, mm. you know, you're forced into this room with people. So you've got to make friends yeah. with them. And once you leave uni, like no one's forcing you to be with those people. Like um, you have to find a support network, whether that's like a friendship support network, a professional support network, a mentor, Mm. um, even just a family member. I can't tell you how many times I've sat venting to my auntie on her deck, like Mm. just about like stuff she doesn't care about or (laughs) can't help me with. And, you know, that's the thing is, like, you don't want help. You can figure it out. Mm. You do want advice. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, it's it's your decision. Absolutely. I think think you're right. I think sometimes we just need, like, 
a sympathetic ear and during the time when we vent we're like oh see now I see where I have to go because I've just said that out loud and oh that's what I'm okay I have to go all right because lord knows Actors will vent. <laughs> we could do it for they the Olympics. They will bitch and complain mm. like. It's their job. Especially when you're in uni. Like mm. half the time you feel like, what the heck am mm. I doing this for? Like, it's And weird. so you, you like vent to your friends in mm. uni and stuff like that. And it is a really therapeutic, important part is to just like get the drama off mm. your chest. Yeah. Um, but just don't get trapped inside of it yeah don't get it'll become a cycle and also know who you're venting to vent to someone who has no stakes in it who Mm -hmm. doesn't know any of the people you're talking about because like you know you could be venting to a friend but like that know your audience yeah exactly know 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 your your audience audience. and know what know your stakeholders too yeah just because and that's not necessarily to like say that, you know, a friend that you're venting to is going to come around and backstab you. It could just be that you're accidentally complaining about something that, like, they feel they've, I don't know, maybe that they feel that they've done really well in or something like that. And then it's it's just drama that you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think when you're in uni, yeah, you're stressed, life is fucked. Then once you graduate, you'll go, <laughs> I thought life was fucked then. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> I just got fucked without foreplay. Like I no foreplay. And you know, I think it's just coming back to it is like realizing nothing. It's it's just life. Yeah. You know, and, and you think I think back to uni to all the people that dropped out of my course, mm. and back then we were like, oh my god, I can't believe they did mm. that. They got halfway through their course and then they dropped out. Now I'm mm. like. They the smart ones. Mm, they knew. Like, they were they like, knew. Mm. Like I'm the dumb one for staying. That's right. And like I mean, you oh do it God. for the love of it, mm. but like they they were yeah. the smart ones. They knew what they yeah, wanted. They're they not like, this fifty thousand dollars in debt like mm. I am. Yeah. Um, they're only half that in debt. Um, and they've gone on and done something else where you know it's a nine to five job. Mm. Um, they enjoy it. To yeah. a degree, um, you they know. They can pay their bills and survive. They, they know that career de- uh, mm. progression, um, whereas, like, I'm sitting here not knowing what day it is, mm. uh, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. no time for friends. Like, literally last night I was – something blew up and I had to fix it till, um, like, 2 a.m. in the morning. What? Okay, so, like, physically blew up. No. Oh, not physically, but uh, – you know, yeah, okay. uh, something yeah. blew my budget and yeah. I had to like oh, no. sit there combing through stuff, going That's through so receipts worse. and mm. yeah. Espe- well, yeah, because you can't like run around and panic. You're literally sitting there and I'm like sitting there shaking, mm. typing on my computer, just like doing up mm. budgets and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I'm a natural stressor, so I probably didn't need to stress Same. that much. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, and, and you mm. know, that energy is just like, so it took me like a, once mm. I finished that, it took mm. me like an extra two hours just to go to sleep. Absolutely. So. I think that in the creative community, certainly when we're young, I think that we have, a, honestly, I think it might be a little bit of disdain for people who like start and then leave. Uh, but that doesn't last long because then you realise, oh no, they just did what was best for them and they saw that this wasn't it and they left and they had the courage to not just like stick it out because they feared Judgment. Yeah, it takes courage it to leave, does. especially when like you've been with these people 
who are very passionate about mm. it, um, like I was, yeah. um, for six months to a year mm. kind of thing. And, you know, they rely on you, especially in yeah, theatre. absolutely. When, you know, you're in a cast and, mm. like, um, so context, mm-hmm. my uni course started out with 30-plus people. Oh, same. By the time I graduated, we had six people. Oh, we had – we started out with, I think – 42 by week three we had 27 we graduated with 12 wow yeah so yeah. like and you know what mm. like we said they're the yeah. smart ones yeah they knew it wasn't for them and they left um and i mean i'm sure they went through their own their troubles at Absolutely. the time yeah um and, and and that's the thing when like everyone's kind of relying on those people it can be hard for you to like go actually like contrary to like the mm. last five to six years of my life where mm. I thought this is what I really wanted to do. Mm. This isn't what I want to do. And now and I have to try and, fair. like, I don't want to hurt anyone by, mm. like, dropping out or, like, make their studies harder by dropping out, yeah. which can happen because, like, can. group, group projects a are a partner. bitch for everyone. Yeah. Um, Imagine this is the thing with, like, people who don't do creative degrees. Like, they're like, oh, I hate group projects. And I'm like, my entire degree was a group project. And if my scene partner didn't show up to rehearsals, it, I remembered. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, and that's true because, um, you know, yes, these people are your friends, but they're also your colleagues. It's a weird straddling like, of that line and it's um, oof. Um, and so, like, how you talk to them, how you interact with them, uh, how you work with them on yeah. assignments, that shit is, like, locked in the memory vault. Like, people know... Um, and, and then, I mean, everyone's human, everyone's young and growing and they yeah, make yeah, mistakes, but yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. I mean, people who remem- will remember mistakes just as much as they'll remember like the yeah. good stuff does and does not cancel out each other. Uh, that's just, mm. that's just how it is. And like, yeah. um, especially I assume a lot of your listeners are from Brisbane. Brisbane yes. is tiny. It's a it micro is. city. It's a small country town. Mm. Like. It if, really is. If it's people tiny. don't like you, then not to say you won't get work mm. again. No. It'll it'll just put a bit of a speed bump in the road. Yeah, and I think that if people like no one, everybody's not gonna like you. Like you can't please oh. everyone. You know, like it's just it's just one of those things, and that's fine. Um, but if and you that have, comes back to like nothing's perfect. Absolutely, no and plan, no project is perfect. Mm. Sometimes that comes down to a budget issue. Yeah. Sometimes that comes down to uh, like you heard someone talking about you behind your back mm. just as you're walking into the room, and you yeah. just have to pretend like you didn't hear anything. Yeah. Like, it's... And, and it's just like I have to be professional. Yeah. Like whether they are is are yeah. or not, that's not on me. Yep. You gotta make sure that you take full control and responsibility of what you have and what you do. Yes. For that exact reason. Yes. Like, I, I can't tell you. I've fucked up so many times. Ditto. And hurt relationships. But I, I feel that I have mended most, if not all, of those relationships. Yeah. Um, it's not how you, like, fuck up. It's how you mend it afterwards. Exactly. And how you approach it. That's with, what I look Yeah. That's what I look for in someone to work with. Is Absolutely. Like, not if they're, like, the greatest worker of all time. Um, and are amazing at doing their job. It's mm. like if something goes wrong, how do they deal with it? Yeah. Like, and that's just the nature. Like the amount of times I've fucked up and vented to the wrong person um, and it's gotten back to the person and it's like yeah. I didn't 
like I didn't m- mean yeah. for them to hear that. Um, I was but angry. I, said I it. shouldn't have. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. You know, that person confronted me mm. and I said, well, it, it was an issue. And then whether they learn mm. from what I said, that's not on me, but I can learn from what you've, from, yeah, what happened. From what yeah. happened. And that's just the nature of the business. Yeah, it's just one of those things. And that's another thing that university doesn't teach you. Yeah, the social politics of it all. It's yeah, it's it's very – it's a, a difficult thing to learn. But I don't think anyone can teach you. Like you can learn like little bits and pieces, but yeah. ultimately like you kind of have to uh, – And, you know, maybe people hear this podcast and go, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it, I don't think it'll really make sense until it happens, yeah. until you actually have to deal with it. And oh, there's God, so yeah. much in this industry that is like that. Absolutely. Like you can know something and you can have learnt it cognizant, like co- cognitively, yeah. whatever. Like you can be aware of something, but to actually feel it and oh, go through it is a totally different kettle of fish. And you feel it in your body. In like, your bones. <laughs> from your, your feet oh. up, you're like, oh, oh. no. <sighs> And it's just, it's just how you deal with it. Like yeah. you can either be someone who goes, oh, that's not on me. Mm. It's everyone else's fault. Like that, you can be that type of person. It won't help you though. Exactly. Like, it won't you, help you. You have to, I totally think that every conflict to like a greater or lesser degree, everyone's got some skin in the, skin in the game and everyone's got some responsibility. Whether it is mostly theirs or mostly yours, doesn't matter. Yep. What can you piece is like, what is your shit? What is what have you learnt from this? What could you have done better? And what would the person you want to be do to resolve it? It's, it's not what do you want? Not what, like do you want to yell? Do you but like what yeah. would the person that you want to be do in this situation? Yeah, absolutely. And you know you have to keep that in mind, especially like in the arts. <laughs> you're told not to stick to one one area. Like mm. I'm an actor. I'm a director. And a producer, like mm. those are three completely different kind of areas of working with people. Mm. Now it's time for the Things I've Never Said segment, where we accept anonymous submissions and confessions from our listeners on the topic we discuss. So the one that we've got today is, I was so focused on getting through uni that I didn't do anything to help myself in reality. It feels like all the people I know doing uni now are starting magazines and production companies and producing podcasts and all I have is a degree that I can't find a job in. I wish I'd done the degree slower and done more projects to get experience, which is all that counts. Well, well, that's mm. – I think that speaks to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you know, again, don't I, – I don't think people really need to – it's hard not to compare yourself to others. Oh, it's so hard. Especially because you need you need a way of gauging that progression yeah. in your career. So, uh, gosh, uh, like if I had any advice, it would be like do you – just do it. Mm. I mean, first of all, don't, don't live about what could have been done because yeah. then you'll never do anything. Absolutely. Like just pick something that, you know, you're passionate about and just do it. Like – you know, university, you have how many months of – you get, like, two months of, like, holidays in yeah. the middle. Do it. Like, pick something that's achievable in that mm. time frame. Be reasonable with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I need to have that on a badge to remind myself about that. <laughs> Be, Be reasonable, reasonable with, with yourself. yourself. Yeah. Um, but – and so I guess I'd advice to, to people that are still in uni mm. and feel that way. Yeah. It's okay to go slower. <laughs> it is. It really is. Sometimes, like my course, I couldn't choose what rate, what pace to do it at. Yeah. So, I mean, 
like you just gotta you gotta go like am I gonna get all those readings done or am I just gonna get a pass yeah. and then work on something else? If there's any yeah. uni lecturers listening <laughs> out right now, I apologize. <laughs> but at the same time, like if your course load is so heavy that is not allowing your students time to actually work at mm-hmm. what you're teaching them. Yeah. And the time to explore it for themselves mm-hmm. in whatever way, then I think you need to think about that course. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and I sometimes what, what are you there to do? Like you're there to get a job. Yeah. You know you're what there I mean? training to get a job and perform a job at the end. Exactly. Like, that's what you ugh. want out of it. Yeah. Or you know, some people just do it for the love of it. Yeah, and that's fine too. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And, and then in which case, do what you love. You know, we're a very privileged generation in the sense that we can work at a job that we relatively like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we have options. We enjoy getting up to do. You know, mm-hmm. back in the day, you'd get a job, you'd work for the family business. Who who cares? You know, you're yeah. there to support your family. You're there to start a family. That was like the Australian dream. Yeah. Now, um... We're, we're at a stage, you know, where we have that freedom to to do an arts degree um, and do nothing with it just because yeah. it makes us happy. Um, you know what I mean? So I yeah. think that's a really – it's a great, great things I've never said. It's a great mm. question. How mm. can I recap? Um, don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. You know, work out what progression means to you. Mm. Go slower if you need to. Don't let this internal pressure or this assumed pressure yep. and judgment from other people push yes. you down a path that isn't actually going to benefit you Exactly, personally. exactly. Mm. And work for yourself, yeah. not for others because, you know, not once you leave uni, you're not going to have your peers pressuring yeah. you into, like, doing something. Like, you really do have to question, like, is this something I want to do? Yeah, you have to be self-driven. I, I just wanted to say that, like, you didn't necessarily mean being, like, an entrepreneur or something or starting your own business, like, working for yourself in this way. It was, like, doing the work for yourself. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. what I meant. Sorry. No, no, no. Like, yeah. you were clear. I just wanted to, like, recap just in Clarify, case. Clarify, yeah. Yeah. Do creative stuff because you love it, mm. not because of all those other bullshit reasons. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, mm. it sounds corny, but it's so true. You have to do what makes you happy. Yeah. And... You know, like otherwise, what else is everything else for? Exactly, exactly. Mm. Like, I mean, that that's coming from a privileged position of like, you know, we we can do what makes us happy because we have that option. Like, you know, if we were on the bones of our asses and we had to like do like a whatever job, yeah, then exactly that's survival. That's fine, but find a moment to be happy in your day. Yeah, like you know, we're all privileged in many different ways. Um, and you know, it is a huge privilege and honor to work in the arts. Mm. Um, you want to rip your hair out every day. Oh but yeah. You, you your rip your hair breaks. out because you love it. Mm. <laughs> it's like having a baby. Like you, you love it to pieces, but dear God. Yeah. <laughs> if you could go back. <laughs> oh it has been such a joy. Talking to you. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming yeah. on. It's been great. Yeah. I would like to round out the podcast by asking you, um, what would you do if you knew 10,000 people would do the same? Oh, oh gosh. Um, wow. Pressure's on. Oh, like in a creative sense? In oh, anything. Sense? Like 
What um, would I do if I knew 10,000 people would do the same? Save the environment? Yeah. Go vegan? I'm already vegan, but... Well, cool. <laughs> Can you send me some recipes? Because I'm always intimidated by, like, the, the exclusion lists for a vegan diet. I'm like, I don't know what's in anything. Um, so this is not the best end to this podcast, but I basically live off Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> Please sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Like, I work three to four jobs like at any given time. Oh, yeah. So I, I treat myself. Mm. I've worked hard to get to this point. Mm. So I'm like, I don't have the energy to cook mm. at the end of my day. Yeah. It's a bad habit. Don't do it. I'm not <laughs> recommending it. But so don't ask me for recipes. Okay. Ask, ask Uber Eats. <laughs> Thank you so much for going on the podcast. Um, now, we spoke before um, about things that you could plug and you said that like you know, it kind of has to be under wraps at the moment, but um, what can you tell us? Yes, so as a producer, you have this thing called under embargo, which Ooh. is super frustrating because you want to tell everyone all mm. the exciting stuff. But um, things I can tell you is um, I work for a not-for-profit um, Indigenous youth arts company um, and we're currently working on a project called Where We Stand, which is a, um, a multi-arts um like project where they respond to here now the country that they stand on, um, and so I think I'll plug um, a band called an uh, intergenerational band called the Ancient Bloods. Cool. Um, check out their music on Spotify, iTunes, I believe, like all over the place, um, and they regularly gig around Brisbane. Sweet. They're like a bunch of young, deadly Indigenous Aboriginal and Torres Strait singers and musicians and their sound is amazing heck check yeah. them out i heckin will i'll pop some links in the show notes so if you are on apple i don't believe spotify does show notes which is awkward because i spend time on them and anyway but that's okay because the show notes will be on facebook <laughs> so it's fine um Thank you all for listening. Thanks as always to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions for producing the show. Graphics are by Claudia Piggott. Music, music, music by Jessica Fletcher. If you stumbled upon us, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It really helps other people find us. You can find us on Instagram at StumbleThroughPod and Facebook as StumbleThroughPodcast. The Facebook group that I've started has got some uh, handy dandy crib notes on uh Private health insurance. So, oh. you know, if you if you join the group and you're looking into it, I've um, done a little go. bit of research. I might look into that. You learn yeah. something new every day. Absolutely. And I'll pop the um, show notes on there so that you can find all the links. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. So what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best and Zancy Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or any podcatcher of your choice. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.